Howdy, folks. This is Chris White, and you are listening to Basic Business Advice. Here with our panel, Ken Hostetler from White Law Office, Jordan Mullet from uh, the Ruby Group, Sandler Training, and the Berlin Escape Room, and Dan Oalabi from Branches Worldwide and Oalabi Leadership. This morning, we're touching on a topic that we're actually going to drag our podcast producer into as well. So I want to introduce a fourth member this morning, Jordan Stoltzfus. Jordan is the brand and marketing director at White Law Office, and he's responsible for all of the social media presence that the firm has on there. Because today, we're going to talk about social media, talk about it from the perspective of the business owner. And Ken, I want to come to you with the first question here is, in your opinion, what is, uh, or what or how should a business owner approach the use of social media? Wow, what a question. I, I got to tell you, if there's a hot topic and a topic that people have a lot of opinions about, it's this. Um, obviously, this is a huge area uh, in advertising now and marketing. And there's a certain irony that I'm talking about it because uh, I have virtually no social media presence. And so I'm kind of from the outside looking in uh, half the time, I would say that, you know, I'm a little bit jealous that I don't have more of a presence. On the other hand, you know, I'm also avoiding some of the pitfalls uh, that go into this. And so uh, it is a question that comes up a lot. Uh, People have questions about what type of policies they should have as a as a company, uh, what kind of policies they could have uh, for their employees. And so there's a lot of different things to look at with with this. I think one of the things that uh, would be true for a lot of business owners is this is a scary subject. So I'd love to hear uh, some questions and just opinions on on uh, what you guys are thinking with this. Well, and that's that's great, Ken, because I would like to go because Dan in our pregame, you mentioned some of the things about how you approach the social media platform and usage. Why don't you share some of your thoughts? Yeah, absolutely. So I think it, it, it's, it's an important topic because social media is so powerful and the reach is so much wider than you think. I think the, the, the conflict that I have oftentimes internally is comes, comes from two different places. I mean, the first place is what I want to do is I want to make sure that I am consistent with the organizations that I represent. And so I want to make sure that you know my values represent the organization's values because I'm the leader. And I think it's important that people see consistency there. So people will come to my social media page looking for content that's synonymous or that's consistent with um, branches and Oalabi leadership. That's, that, 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 that's a given. On the other side, I think, you know, everybody has opinions about how the world should be run and everybody has opinions about how things are. And everybody has just a sliver of all the information. And so what we want to do oftentimes is express our First Amendment rights on social media and just basically say what we're thinking and say, hey, look, I can say what I want because I live in America or I live wherever and I have that right. But ultimately, when your values are at, at odds with the values of the organization or the things you post are different than what maybe the constituency that follows your organization, they purchase from your organization, if that's different, then you're going to run into some issues. And so one of the things I really try to do is I try to be very specific about the things that I post about. I mean, I have a small handful of topics that I hit on and I hit on those again and again and again. If you look at my social media posts, it's like the same four topics, same four topics over and over again. And basically it's just different versions of that. I do have opinions and there are things I want to say, but I know that every time I post, there are potential ramifications and consequences beyond what my my initial post uh, might, might, might look like. And so I'm really careful with that. 
Jordan, you were saying you were wrestling with this whole topic. How do you approach the uses of social media? Because you're a business owner, you've got a couple of businesses that you're participating in. What is your approach? I honestly, I, I have to admit, I, mine has been doing almost nothing. I, it, it scares me. I look at everything that's happening there. And I have an opinion. I have opinions about what other people post. I have opinions what's going on. But just the uncomfortableness of everything that's going on has kept me out of it now or the the only post that I do is reposting or sharing some content, things like that, which is not really me. It's like this, I don't know, generic version, vanilla things that I put out there that you could, you could find somewhere else just because my ears are perked up here. I know that as a business owner, I'm not leveraging social media. I'm not, sharing me. I'm not sharing my brand. I'm not building anything with it. And I know it's costing me. So I'm, I am perplexed. I'm trying to figure out what do I do? Because one of the decisions I made in 2021 is I do need to step it up. I need to be willing to fail a little bit. I need to be willing to take some risk. That's why I've been starting to gather opinions, figure out what do I need to do? What, what am I supposed to do as a business owner? How do I get good at this? How do I leverage all the power that's there to be able to help me. Well, I think, you know, Jordan, this might help you a little bit, just, you know, as you're thinking through this, I think one of the challenges that business owners face is that there is often very little context to the things that we post on social media. For example, there was a leader um, who posted something a couple months ago about um, a friend of his who had just passed away, right? And he said, hey, this guy was a great friend to me, man, I really appreciated everything he did for me. And he's basically talking from his own personal life. He's like, this guy was great. Listen to me, helped me, supported me, gave me advice, donated, whatever. Well, ultimately that guy turned out to have some other skeletons in his closet and man, did people come after his company fast. Like you were friends with this guy? Did you know what he did? And in reality, you know, the business owner didn't agree with everything that that guy did. And he didn't say he agreed with everything that guy did. He basically said, this guy was a personal friend to me in this way. And man, I'm going to miss him in this specific context. But that does not matter to the Internet. Like the social webs, they don't care about nuance, you know. And so it's very easy for something to be something to be legitimate on the one side, but then be blown up and misunderstood on the other side, far larger than what you initially expected. And so I think some of the things that happen to that leader, I think make it more complicated for business owners as they're thinking about posting things thoughtlessly. And Dan, I have some thoughts on that, but I want to go ahead and drag Jordan Stoltzfus in here because of the five of us here talking together right now, Jordan, you actually, your whole job is monitoring the social media presence of our entity. And I know you consult with others and you talk to them about their social media presence. So from a person whose actual profession is engaging these platforms and then leveraging these platforms, how should we be approaching this? How, should, how would you advise people? And I know you've advised me a number of times, and I've listened sometimes, and I haven't uh, on others. But how would you advise uh, business owners to use it? Yeah, um, I, I think Dan hit on some good things here. I think, you know, the Internet doesn't care about nuanced opinions. You know, and they're not going to take the time to necessarily look into why you posted what you posted and think, you know, they're going to take something at surface value typically and then dig into every skeleton in the closet if they really want to. But I, I think I think when people are using social media effectively, the best thing people can do is being authentic, being true to who they are 
um, sharing stories, things like that. The problem when people get into, into trouble is when they start sharing a lot of personal opinions. You can share stories. People can't really argue with your stories, but when you're sharing your personal opinions, that's when you can get yourself into trouble. I think you got to have a little bit of self-awareness. There's a certain risk factor. Anytime you go on social media, there's kind of this risk knowing, hey, I could post something that could get me into trouble. And that's kind of like the barrier to entry, just being on social media. But at the same time, it's a very powerful thing. It's one of the most powerful things that brings people to our office, that, that gets people to contact white law office through social media, through the internet. So it can be a powerful thing. But again, there's a certain risk factor that's involved just by being on social media. I think Jordan's hitting it right on the head. And I think the risk isn't always in the present as well. I think there are times where, you know, you're not in a position where you have a tremendous amount of influence and it's just maybe your circle. You've got a couple followers and you post stuff. But, you know, I've given people advice before and I've said, well, you better hope that you never get promoted and you better hope that you never, you know, blow up and your employees are in the thousands or whatever, because then what happens is people will go back to your like old social media post and dig that stuff out when you had one or two followers and they'll use that as something that basically represents who you are today. And so just like Jordan said, I think it's important to understand that even if you don't have a tremendous following now, you can't predict what the world is going to be like in 10 years and you can't predict who you are going to be like in 10 years. And so it's super important to just be careful. Ken, add add to this. Yeah. So I have a question for you guys uh, that I'd really like to, to hear your opinion on is, how closely should an individual, uh, take myself for example, how closely should I be tied to both the company I'm a part of and the posts that I'm putting out there? Because I think one of the things that is always a question is, okay, you know, there's one thing for White Law Office as an organization to make a statement, but it's a different thing for anyone at our office to make a statement. And so I think I'd love to hear kind of what what is right and what is wrong and how closely does that have to be one in the same in order to be effective? Well, Ken, let me add just an extra layer to your question there is we live in a country that validates and values the right of freedom of expression. And that that right is above, you know, and can't be taken away by an employer. Uh, You know, so let's add into that the fact that we all live and work and operate in an environment that values hyper values that freedom of expression. So guys, go ahead and answer Ken's question on that perspective. Jordan, I don't know if you have some thoughts on that one to add in there. Yeah, uh, I want to take something here. So I, I think to answer your question, Ken, I think part of it depends on on the industry that you're in. So for example here, I know a lot of teachers and pretty much every teacher that I know is like very, very, very private on social media. They usually use maybe like a fake last name or a first name and a middle name. And you really can't find any evidence of them being attached to the school or whatever it is that they work for, because there's really no benefit to them being connected on social media. People that know them obviously know their teachers. So there's still a certain amount of weight there, but their, their students, their, their kids' parents are probably not going to be able to find them on social media. They're not going to be able to attach that together. The other flip side is here, all of us, all of you guys, there is a benefit to being on social media because you are trying to attract customers. So the things you post, people are looking for it. So by being on social media, you can find potential customers. By not being on social media, you're losing out on potential customers. So it makes sense to be tied to the business that you're working for because you're trying to get customers. So it depends on the industry that you're working for that that really determines how tied to the company you're working for should, you know, how, how prevalent that should be on social media. 
Jordan Mullet, what do you have to think about this? Yeah, I, I just keep thinking about the interesting thing. This is a little bit like a social media is like a newspaper, right? So you think about a newspaper, there are the advertisements, you know, the, the classifieds and all the ads. There's the articles that are written by a writer. And then there's also the edit page. Now, the Times Reporter used to have, I don't even remember what they called it, but they probably still do. But you could call in and give your 30-second opinion. Well, what's difficult is I'm never the type of person that would ever, I'm not a writer, so I'm not writing the articles. I'm also not the guy that's going to call in on the 30-second commercial thing and, and give my opinion, a hot take on what's going on. But I am going to advertise. And yet there's an expectation on social media that you kind of have to be all three. So I'm struggling. Like, I, I think as I, even as we're going through this, I'm making decisions. And I, the number one decision I'm making is I need to be willing to risk. I need to be willing to put some stuff out on social media that tells some more things about me. It means I need to fill that writer block and tell stories. I need to stay away from the 30 second commercial or 30 second hot take. And I need to go ask a lot more people about their opinion and what I can post and start being willing to, to do things. So Dan, me and you are going to get coffee. I'm going to start listening. Jordan Stolzfus was already giving me opinions yesterday. I, I, I need to move forward as a business owner. Now, let me ask you guys something here because you know I, I have thoughts. I use social media. I use it probably in a little more unique way in that I ask a lot of questions of my social media platform. And I, I'm always looking for input and intake. And I, I unashamedly, I'm, I'm like, as much as a mid-level marketer talks about their level of business, I talk about my firm, you know? So it's, I'm like unashamed. People who probably get sick of listening to me talk about how proud I am about what things are happening. So I use it differently than other people do. But one of the things that I hear here is something that resonates back to a conversation actually of me bringing Jordan Stoltz Foods onto the firm is that advertising and marketing is like a scary black box that we don't understand. Money is supposed to go into it. Something happens inside of that box and then leads or clients or something is supposed to come out the other side. And we don't understand what's going on. And I'm wondering how much of that marketing, advertising fear and lack of understanding of what happens inside of that marketing area also translates to the fact that we and our listeners as business owners want to use these platforms to do that marketing, but they're equal. It's like amplifying how terrifying it is because we don't know what's happening. We don't know what it takes for something to go viral. We don't know what it happens when somebody all of a sudden decides to cancel us. And we, you know, a, a whole group of people get behind because they hate what we're saying. It is, is it, is it, does that resonate with you guys? Is that there's one, a fundamental lack of understanding of what happens in advertising and marketing in general. And then you add on top of that, we don't understand what's going on in the internet. We don't know why it's working the way it is and why the community is doing that. Jordan Mullet, you, you, you clicked off. What do you have to say? Yeah, I, I completely agree with that. I think that's my whole problem is I am staring at this dumb black box and I'm saying, I don't know what's inside. I can't see it. It's completely dark to me and I need help. And I, Dan, I really want to hear, like, I like following your social media. I like what you do. I would like to hear a little bit more. Like, how are you coming up with, how did you shape or form what you're posting? Well, I, I think Chris is making a really good point. I think a lot of the, the anxiety, just like you said, Jordan, comes from maybe not being 100% literate in social media, not fully understanding what it can do. And I think we're all learning in real time 
the power of social media. I think years ago, people were warning us and saying like, hey, look, be careful what you post because it lives on online forever, right? Well, fast forward five years and people are digging up stuff that you posted 10 years ago and saying like, hey, look at such, what such and such said about so-and-so. So I think we're all learning in real time, like the consequences and the benefits of social media. You know, for me, I, I, what, I've, what I've landed on, and this is just part of the answer, what I've landed on is consistency. I think people need to know you are who you are, who you are. And I don't think, just like I talked about my book, Authentic Leadership, authenticity doesn't mean that you have to be uh, 100% transparent. You have to let everybody know everything you're thinking. It just means that in the things that you choose to present, those things are authentic to you. Those things are consistent with really who you are. And there's other things that people don't get to know. And there's other things you only talk about with your best friends. But you basically post the stuff that you want people to think you are. And it's authentic to who you are. Right. So you choose what side of you you present and then the rest of it, like the fact that you slurp your Cheerios in the morning and that kind of stuff. You're like, oh, people don't need to know that. They don't need to know that. They don't want to know that. And you don't want them to know that either. So you're very selective what you post, but the things that you do post are consistent and authentic and they really do represent part of who you really are. Dan, Dan, should, should I, like, I'm, I'm now wondering, like, I haven't, I've never gone back through my Facebook posts. You know, I've been posting for a long time. Should I be going back and looking? And scrubbing my Facebook? Yes. <laughs> I'm going to say, I'm going to say absolutely. If whatever you posted years ago does not represent who you want to be, or at least who you, what you're comfortable with the whole world knowing, right? Then I would, I would just gladly go back and just click delete because I don't think it means that you're not being who you are. I think it means you're basically just shutting your bedroom window and you're saying, Hey, this stuff is private to myself. And at the time when I posted it, I didn't realize that a billion people would see it. I'm going to well, take I that. And there's no question. I mean, I, I, I have this moment all the time as a leader is I look at decisions I'm making today and I think back six months, a year, two years, three years. And I think, wow, have I changed that much? I can't believe I used to make decisions that way. I used to do things that way. So there's no question that there's some things I, I hope people don't remember. <laughs> so, yeah, I appreciate the advice there. Ken, I want to come to you then. I want to come over to Jordan Schultz who's on this question. Ken, you have, you've just like, taking your hands off of this social media wheel and you're like, whatever, <laughs> you know, it, it's going to be what it is. Why, why step away from it? And that, uh, and that way, you know, and I know you're not a proselytizer for no social media, <laughs> whatever, but what drove that decision for you? Because let's, let me be honest, be honest, folks here. Ken's practice as a person who sees it is not suffering from his lack of social media presence. You know, his business is not suffering from that. And so this is a legitimate choice that you chose to step away. Now, granted, your folks don't use social media <laughs> and that is a benefit to you, but why? Why step away from it like that? For me, it really is about, is this something that's so important to me and I enjoy it so much that I have to be a part of it? And uh my family, my friends, lots of people use it. Uh, and, and I'm not against social media. It's just for me, it's, it's kind of this decision of saying, you know what, this is not a priority in my life. And I have had a lot of success in business without it. Um, and, and exactly for some of the reasons that you mentioned. So, you know, depending on the circumstances, I may be looking at this and saying, you know what, I have to have this in order for my my practice to be a success. And therefore I don't have a choice. I have to spend time on this, but from a personal standpoint, it's just making a decision. It's not important for me to spend my time doing that. 
Well, Ken, we'll look forward to the book on no social media and vinyl records is the only way to go forward <laughs> in life. Uh, Jordan Stoltzfoots, you 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 posted in our chat here as we kind of keep a live chat going on to this is in answer to that question about the black box. You know, your whole job is opening that black box and tweaking the gears, making sure things are working well inside of the marketing and advertising, unpacking it and demystifying it. What is your thoughts about how people approach this in general? Do you see a lot of fear? Do you see a lot of uncertainty? What should they be doing? I have to ask a, a clarifying question here first. Are you talking about fear of not knowing what's going on with marketing or fear of not knowing what's going on with posting on social media? Because I see Both. those are two very different questions. Both and, but we'll focus on the social <laughs> media part for the moment. All right. Yeah, I think the thing that scares people is we all know a lot of different stories from company owners to employees getting in trouble for what they posted on social media, business owners being taken down. Um, pretty much anytime you apply for a job, that potential, that company that's going to hire you is going to look through social media to some extent, maybe not dig back to 2008 or whenever it started, but they're going to, they're going to look at what's there. And this kind of goes back to what Dan was saying, you know, you post stuff 10 years ago, not knowing that 2 billion people or however many people are going to see what you posted. You don't think about the ramifications of what you posted. And I think people are starting to see that now. And that's kind of what's bringing that fear into people. They're seeing, Hey, if I post this now, what's someone going to think in two years and three years and things like that. And that's kind of what scares people. And to be honest, people should be fearful of that. There should be conscious thought process going into why you're posting what you're posting. So basically, you didn't answer the question of why we shouldn't be afraid. It's just be careful. <laughs> no, you, the, 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 the real answer is you should be afraid. You should realize that there are consequences going into this. There's a potential big payout. There's a risk reward factor, just like anything else. You need to look at the upside. You need to look at the downside and then make that decision, uh, whatever is best for you. But you really should should be a little bit fearful of posting on social media. We were joking beforehand, and guys, feel free for any of you to jump in on this. You know, the old phrase, there's no such thing as bad media. And you guys immediately started listing people in the last year that, yeah, there was such a thing as bad media, <laughs> such a thing as bad press when things are happening. You know, what do, what is it, what is it that we start to lose that filter, that, that ability that, that we see happening when it crosses over? Is it, Moving from, as Jordan said, stories, information, what's happening into this is my opinion about what's happening. Is that where it crosses over and we start ending up, you know, in places where cancel culture might cancel us or whatever? Dan, what are your thoughts on that? That's a great question. And I, I don't think that we fully know. I think that there are, for sure there are events that we go to and we just talk about the thing that we went to uh, with our friends. And then, you know, we talk about the actual event itself and our opinion, and that could be one way that we potentially get in trouble. But we've seen plenty of people who have taken pictures at a particular spot with a particular person. And then, you know, two years later, that person is, you know, in deep hot water and we didn't do anything other than take a picture with them. And now we're dragged into it too, right? You guys are all my friends. I sure hope in three years, you don't do something crazy stupid because I've got pictures with all of you. Right. So those are those are real things. But here's the here's the thing. Ken, Ken is up to something. I think Ken is on to something. If you're going to play in the social media arena, then you have to be you have to be ready, just like Jordan said, for the risks, but also for the rewards. If you're going to get a benefit, uh, basically, if you're going to get an, uh, an economic benefit from you know, being in front of a bunch of people and being able to share your thoughts with them and they like that, you also have to be ready for them to all turn on you at once. 
It's like, you know, participating in the stock market. You could make a ton, you could lose a ton. And if you're a short seller, you could lose even more, right? So you have to be ready for that kind of thing. And if you don't want that, and if that's a game you don't want to play, no one's putting a gun to your head and saying you have to be on social media. Just like Ken, there are other ways that you can build your business. There's other ways you can serve your community aside from social media, but there are inherent risks that we're finding out. And those are, those are uncertain. Those are volatile risks that people don't fully understand now. If you want to play in that box, go for it. If you don't, don't. Jordan Muller, what were you want to add to this? I, it's, it's funny because when we talk about opinions on, on social media, I love reading comments. I think that's one of the most fun things that I do on social media. And it's amazing. You can disagree with anything. I'm sitting here looking out at the blue sky. I could post that I like blue skies and somebody else could go, what, what's wrong with gray skies? Why don't you like gray skies? And it's like <laughs> the ability for the mob to have an opinion and be able to dissent or disagree with you instantaneously is just amazing. And so it, <laughs> that's what's kept me away. It's scary. It's weird. Like, so even if I don't even, if I just state facts, like sky's blue, somebody can be like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> what's wrong with that? Anyway, that's just where my mind's going. Sure. Well, Ken, wrap us up here. What are, you know, from, from the outside in, what, what do you see? What do you see with that question? Would you more, if you did engage, you just, you feel safer on the facts, stories, what's happened? Or do you think that you should feel free to share those opinions regardless of the flashback from it? I think if I decided to be a part of social media, I think I would try to have a self-imposed rule that I have to think about something for 24 hours before I post it. So... I, I think that that is what gets a lot of people in trouble is the the ease of putting an opinion out there creates more issues than anything else. And so I think that's that's one of the metrics that we have to look at of whatever we're putting out there. Have we thought through that process? Are we comfortable with people looking at that, being a part of that uh, statement and, and making decisions from there? Appreciate that, Ken. Well, for listeners. Uh, except for Ken, all of these guys are available on social media. Uh, you have to go ahead and get your Campbell's soup can out and string though to get a hold of Ken if you ever want to find him. You can find Dan Oalabi uh, uh, if you look for Branches Worldwide or Oalabi Leadership. You can find all of his great thoughts and comments about that. Even see some great videos from their travels around the world. You can find Jordan's uh, mullet, though he's telling you right up front, you're not going to find much. You will find and, some of it. And please don't go deep dive on it. <laughs> don't go deep diving on <laughs> That's it. That's what I'm thinking everybody's doing now. Everybody's like on their computer, like searching. Ruby, Ruby Group, Sandler Training, uh, Berlin Escape Room. You can find him. Jordan Stoltz Foods, uh, you can find online as well with his, uh, his work here at White Law Office. And then he has a separate consulting company that he even runs out of there. And uh, you can find some of the great work that he's doing there. And we think the takeaway from this is this. We don't have the expertise to give you confidence and a lack of fear in engaging social media. But what we can give you for basic business advice is this. Be intentional. Understand the risks. Understand the rewards. Understand where you're going with this. And be intentional with it as a business owner. Uh, because there is something to this that is inherently dangerous as we engage in it. So. On behalf of Ken Hostetler, Jordan Mollett, Dan Olabi, and for this episode, Jordan Stoltzfoots, we want to thank you for listening in. We ask you to like, subscribe, leave a review for basic business advice on whatever platform you're listening to us on, and have a great day.